Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ladies and gentle sissies, we begin this episode with a reality gaze after dark. Gino, 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 I'm wearing my yes. nurse outfit for you, Gino. Oh, my sexy baby. Uh, Gino, put on, put on oh, this outfit, Gino. Look put at, it on. Look at you with your, uh, your big ones. Your big oh, ones. Oh, Gino. <laughs> your big like ones my... are just busting out. Look they're at just, them. They're, they're saying... just busting out. Hello. Your hot, your Hello. Hot, hot and sexy baby. My hot, hot oh. sexy baby. Mm, let me let me suck your tongue. Mm-hmm. Go change. Go Ooh. change in the test. Okay, I'm gonna go change. Oh, tongue. what's that? Oh, it's got a hat. It's got oh, a yeah. hat on it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Five minutes later, Gino comes out of the closet. Oh, Gino. Oh, oh, I'm gonna slap your baby. Oh, slap the, your oh, booty. Oh, 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 be careful. Ow, fuck. Ooh. Fuck that hurt. Oh, don't. Oh, I'll tell you what later. Happened? But I'll tell butt, you later. Look at my boobs looks, again. Your butt looks like a little square. Why is that? Uh, don't look at my butt now. Look at my boobs again. My boobs. Oh, I've got Gino. scrubs on. Uh, yes, you know, doctor. Doctor Gino. Doctor Gino at your service. Oh, gee. Ooh. Doctor, am I sick? Am I a sick woman? You're you're so sick, baby. Look at your boobies. Oh, uh, they're just busting out. But the babe's got sick boobies what, for you. What, what else is of, ailing me? What kind of uh uh your 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 sick boobies are swollen? And I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to teach you a lesson. Is that mm. what you say? Uh, yes. Wha- teach wha- me a doctor lesson, please. I, th- I need you to prepare my instruments. Oh, what is your instrument? Is it your hands? Is it your mouth? No, is you got it them. Your dick. You got them right there. The little, uh, your little. Oh, these. Oh, these. Sorry. Yes, we have to. My, uh, yes, my. We've got this little piggy goes in my vagina, <laughs> and this little piggy goes in my vagina afterwards. And then this big piggy. Oh, that's that's it, the sausage. That's going to go in uh, maybe my vagina or in the caboose. Ooh. And then I'm going to doctor too. I I don't have the most steady hand. Uh, Gino, you know, shaky hands turn me on, doctor. I don't think that's hot. But um, oh, don't uh, give me a prescription, I doctor. I think it's time to prep you. I gotta yes. give you an injection. Oh, inject me. Yes. Oh, oh and there's cocoa. Yes. Cocoa. <laughs> Fuck me. Gino, Gino, don't talk to the dog. No, no, don't look at the dog, Gino. Oh, you're violent. I like that. Ooh, you're I, I violent. Could, 
Now I need a prescription. Call CVSA, cause I need a prescription for your semen. And scene. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. <laughs> it's reality, yes. Let's love. Almost everything he said <laughs> that I said was word word for word. I said the inside voices. Um, yeah. I Coco is freaking out. I still I still like it that he said my favorite thing that Gino said was I don't have a very steady hand. <laughs> <laughs> and he kept saying, Oh, your your big ones, they're just busting out. <laughs> he y'all just he, so big. It's like she says. She gets this plastic surgery stuff done, and people bitch about it. She's like, but Gino loves it. Yeah, she he loves the blow-up doll look. He loves her um, her smooth punani. He loves it all. Yo, this is not a date, Beyonce, <laughs> on Reality Gaze. With that segue, lead in. <laughs> segue from, she loves her smooth punani. <laughs> I love your banana. Banana. Oh, this is season 10, episode three. To, to witness. witness the beginning. The beginning. The beginning. So I think they are, I think they are going through the wedding mm. preamble or something like that. We are remote, but goat today. Mm. I'm, y'all, I'm sitting here looking at the Empire State Building just right out in front of me. Um, Did you ever oh. think as a little, as a little, uh, kid from Grover's Corners, you'd be sitting and staring at the Empire State Building? You know, I took a video and I sent it to my mama last night and said, if little gay Maddie only knew, only knew, it was so, yes, it's very nice. It's a, I'm staying in a hotel that we stayed at before. I don't like this new trend of all these nice hotels having rooftop clubs. Why, because loud? Because it just brings old people or young people to it. And then I feel old. Oh. I'm like going to bed at 11 o'clock tonight, drunk on a, a dirty martini from the hotel bar. Uh, and they're all in line behind the velvet rope to go up to some hotel and party all night like kids. But a lot of people stay, want to stay in those hotels for that reason. <sighs> that sounds, does that sound fun to you? Kind of. You you um, want to you think about you want to go to a hotel <laughs> bar with people like Patrick DJing? Not really. I kind of want to go there and look for and pretend to be um, an out of town businessman and pick up a trick. Yeah, I don't think so. There's a lot of boobies out here with like women, so it's not really. But you're in Chelsea. 
I know. I know I am in Chelsea. How, but how are you in the least gay-friendly hotel in Chelsea? in Chelsea? It's true. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, not not gay at all. So, But I'm here. I came out to see a friend. I went and saw a friend. Poodle's in L.A., but I went and saw Law Rocks, actually, at the Gramercy Theater. Law Rocks. Law can you tell us, Rocks. Can you tell us what that is? <laughs> Law Rocks, y'all. It's so a good, good, good friend from my old day job, from my cubicle warrior job at the law office. He was. They normally play in L.A., and they raise money for charity, and they're playing in New York. So I came out to support him. So these so, are lawyers who play yes. instruments and sing in a band. Yes, and I got to say. midlife crisis. There were... <laughs> I thought it would be fine, and I took a whole gummy instead of a half a gummy, and I'm so glad I don't work at that law office anymore because, y'all, I was so fucking high. It was not. It hit me. It was not good. Jesus. Not, I had to calm down. We walked from the restaurant to the venue, and that helped. But anyway, uh, Law Rocks, is, it's for charity. They in the a, a law office raises whatever charity they want to raise for. Different. So there's all these different law offices, and they had – and some of the bands were really good. Some of them were not. But like <laughs> the band that are the old office, they're called Lodestar. Right. And Lodestar is when you submit expenses in a class action case. So they're called Lodestar. <laughs> and these is so these I was gonna say these names all are legal. Uh-huh. I, I I assume. Give me some more names. Uh then there there was one there's there was like everybody in the band was tall and they were called the tall briefs. Oh, <laughs> Now, there was also a band called The Prosecutors. That's a little lazy. I, I, I didn't mind that. I really thought it said it would be funny if you were called The Defendants, though, because it reminds you of the band, whatever. Um, or no, the, isn't, isn't there a band called like The Descendants? Oh, no, that's that Disney show about princesses' kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mean There's kids. The Descendants. Yes. <laughs> that's something else. But yes. my favorite one and this band was really good they were called redacted (laughs) (laughs) that i like it was very funny i gotta say the law of his two they hired his name is jake so that kind of is gross to me but other than that they hired the hottest young attorney. He is so hot, young, and Jewish. Oh, my God. He was so cute. And I'm like, how come nobody like this worked in my office when I was there? He's not uh, gay. Because He's they straight. knew not to because they would they they would go in for an interview and you would, like, fan them and be make them uncomfortable. So they wouldn't, wouldn't want to take probably, the job. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Like, there's, this, our- there's this gay guy who just skeeved me out, so I'm not going to be there. That would be me. Our <laughs> friend Kara, the attorney, was there. She said hello. Oh, nice. So um, I had a really good time. Law it, rocks. <laughs> it was at the Gramercy, which is near and dear to our hearts because that's yes, where we, we play. played there. Um, Look uh, for Reality Gays on tour in 2024. I will say my favorite part is when I walked up to somebody I recognized at the Gramercy. I was like, hi, I don't know if you remember me. I'm Matt from Reality Gays. They went, don't Not know familiar. Exactly. Not like, no, no. <laughs> No. You left their head the night we left. (laughs) That's so sweet. You know know who did remember me? Was remember the kind of tattooed girl with dark, woman with dark hair, kind of tough, who ran the door? Oh, yeah. She's great. Yeah, that's her job to remember people. I I walked up to her and I was like, hey. She's like, I know you. (laughs) I was like, yeah, Matt from Reality Games. And she went, you know how most people go, yeah. I remember she just looked at me and went, yeah, I know. 
Wow. <laughs> it was so New York. Anyway, it was a great time. Redacted. Uh, did uh, they win? They did not win. It was a band called Tony and the Melt Tones. That one didn't know. make sense to me. But he, you would have loved it. Because you know what they sang when they win? They get to perform another song. And he sang, uh, oh, that song you like by oh, what's no, his name? No, please don't do Where, this. No, it's the guy. It's the song that was on The Wonder Years. Uh, Joe Cocker with a little yes. help my friends. Yeah. Yes, that's what he sang. And this guy... It sounded, Kara both and I were like, oh my God, it sounded, it sounded just like Joe, like Joe Crocker. It was amazing. Cocker. Cocker. That's what, that's what I said. Not Joe Crocker. He's not Joe related Crocker to Betty? Joe Crocker was another lawyer who was there. Oh, Joe Crocker. <laughs> Joe Cocker. My Joe mother Cocker. is a big Joe Cocker fan. Yeah. She would have liked, she would be like, God, Jay Bird <laughs> sounds just like Joe. <laughs> She would have. My mother probably would have enjoyed this law oh, themed evening. It was all. It was all like seventies, like eighties yeah. rock music. Um, it was also good a music, lot, though. A lot of grunge. Like somebody saying it's ironic. Somebody saying the Cardigans. Love me, love what? me. I was, this like, is I was not like, rock. I was like, that's not rock. But I enjoyed it. Well, anyway. <laughs> Fascinating, <laughs> riveting. Um, You'll have to uh, anyway. You're gonna do a yeah, you're gonna do a Broadway corner for us. Is oh, the, is the only thing you saw, Merrily, or did you see anything else? I saw Merrily. We roll along. I'm actually seeing again. Um, Too hot to handle tonight because I already saw it before. Too hot so, to handle. I mean, no, some like it hot. Oh <laughs> God! Can you why imagine? Are you seeing that, why are you seeing that again? Can you imagine too you hot liked to it handle so much? the musical? Too hot no. to handle the musical. Lana has her own number. <laughs> You're not gonna have sex at all today. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. That's it. You've lost some money because you fucked that girl. That's it. <laughs> You are deducted $500. You're all sluts. You're yes. all sluts. And then that's how the song would start. Mm -hmm. You're all sluts. Oh, you're seeing Some Like It Hot again? I'm seeing it because um, my friends, they were thinking, what show did they? It was my oh, friend. She has okay. never seen a Broadway show. And she that's said. That's a good one to see. I, she said, I want to see a comedy and I'd love to see. She said, I, I, would, I don't get to see a dancing a lot. I'd love to see like a that's a, it's a good thing. And I for went, that. that's perfect for that. No, I, I agree. It's good for them. I just, my problem with that show is for, for me as a, someone who writes musical theater, there are gaping holes you, in the plot. You write musical theater. I know. I, didn't I know, know it's, 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 it's relevant, relevatory, right? First time. That's like, that's like when you say <laughs> you're a therapist. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but you gotta validate someone, those student loans for something. As someone who writes musical theater, um, <laughs> no, it's just I, I I thought it was bad storytelling, and I know a lot of people loved it, and I and I liked a lot of it too. I had to literally fucking turn my brain off. <laughs> well, that's kind of what I'm expecting. We'll see if we'll see if you ruined it because I saw it before and really loved it, and, and then, then I had to listen to your critique. <laughs> so we'll see now tonight. Ooh, I need I need to tell oh, you even more it. problems with it. Well, I love it tonight, or I still have half a gummy. I'll take it tonight. Don't make me. Or do I want to drink I every time they refer to Christian Bale as an ugly woman? 
Uh, and yeah. and they'll think Christian, that's problematic Christ, at all. Christian, Christian Bale. Boyle. Christian Borel. Sorry. <laughs> now Christian I'm doing Bale it. Bale probably is an ugly woman. Oh no, he's gorgeous in everything. You think so? Oh yeah. Come on. I mean, when I saw him, he was. Oh, he, in Velvet Goldmine, when he put on makeup, he was gorgeous. Oh. When he was younger. Yeah. He, Y'all don't turn over. There's some popo down there on Chelsea Street. Don't I turn say, over. Don't pull over. Don't pull over. The um, are you all there? I'm not. Now I want to turn over. The um oh, the I do have sad news for you. So we stayed at this hotel the first time we came and did our live show in New York. Yeah. Uh, the one in the fall, the one that wasn't affected by a polar bomb. Um, the, the the W. We stayed the W in um, where was it? Like, or maybe we did stay the W's we stayed during the polar bomb. Yeah. Oh god, that was a shitty hotel. Shit. So we Union Square. Yeah, W Union, Union Square. So we stayed uh we're, I'm staying at the Renaissance now. And so um in Chelsea and like on 27th, <laughs> I think. Anyway, nobody fucking cares. What I was going to say is um right across the place you were very excited because there was a dollar pizza place. Yes. Is it it is now a dollar 50. Oh, were you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it is. I almost sent you a picture, oh. but I went, it's better for you to tell. It's $1.50 now. This world is going <laughs> to hell. <laughs> Hope an extra 50 is going to help you send your kids to school. <laughs> Inflation. But they may, I get it. I get it. But then you, oh. It ruins the idea of a dollar slice. I, I know. I would rather them charge two dollars than a dollar fifty. There's something that the makes it, There's something that makes a dollar fifty even more offensive to me. <laughs> what am I made of money? As my mother would say. Chamber, I'm anyway, not a Rockefeller. I'm not a Rockefeller. I anyway. All right, y'all. So we're going to your fucking dollar 50 and stuff it in your ass. All right. We need to move on. Um, Poodle, because Poodle, <laughs> we're going to talk about the show. We're also going to talk about Poodle. It's going to talk a little bit, uh, BB Corner, about Big Brother. And then I'll talk about uh, Broadway Corner on episode, part two. Uh, we want to remind people that uh, last week, uh, I think it was dropped on Friday, our collab with, with Justine and Natasha from Two Black Girls, One Rose. Yes, on, it dropped on Friday of the previous week because you're hearing this on Sunday or Monday. <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, so we, we had a really good time. Really good time. We found out that they actually really love selling Sunset. And so uh, we're wanting to bring Very them back excited. and do something to talk, talk about, which y'all, we've watched the first four episodes of Selling Sunset Season 7. Poodle, what are your first thoughts of Selling Sunset Season 7? Uh, it is, uh, uh, I was trying to come up with an S word smashing. <laughs> um, it's, uh, stupendous. It Superb. is, uh, sacrony. <laughs> it is sacrony. Yes. Yeah. I'm enjoying, have you watched episodes three and four yet? I watched them. Early I have not. I just want to say, <clears throat> this isn't necessarily spoiling anything, but the, Y'all, Chriselle is – every season, Chriselle becomes more of the woman she was meant to be, and I'm here <laughs> for it. That's all I'm going to say. I'm a fan. 
That's all I'm, I'm going to say. I'm a huge I'm a fan. fan of hers. Huge fan. Yeah. We want to interview her, but she won't. <laughs> she, she won't talk It's It is, uh, there, there's some great, there's some great one-liners too. Mm. And most mm-hmm. of them are coming by, by Chriselle, strangely enough. She's, she's, she's found her inner kind of wry, sarcastic girl. Yeah. And I enjoy it. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, any other announcements, Poots? I think that's it. Okay. Um, surprisingly, uh, and this is not, this is no spoiler or anything, but because it was in the trailer. The trailer's been released, hasn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think so. <coughs> um, Marie-Lou. Marie, Marie-Lou. Jason's German girlfriend. The, the, uh, the, the, the ghost of Ava Braun. Um, is, is is still there? Hitler's mistress. Come oh, on, her. Okay, you didn't know I, who Ava Braun was. I'm gonna say a lot of people <laughs> don't know who Hitler's mistress was. That's I think a, not true. I, no, I think it is true because I don't think a lot of people read about Nazis when they were ten. I needed to know why they did what they did. It, I, I needed to know that, why it happened. I understand <laughs> that. Uh, I'm just saying that um, I went through a phase, and then it kind of it kind of kind of left when it was. Uh, yeah, I don't, went through a Holocaust phase where I needed because uh, I could not understand why the Holocaust happened. Yes, and I yes, still don't know. Yeah. Well, actually, hatred, hatred of Jews, and hatred of people who are uh, different. And, yeah. uh, also, shout out to some of you sissies who um, you've messaged me, asking me if I was going to go to Southern Oklahoma Pride this year in Ardmore. Sadly, I'm not because I'm I was in or I am in New York when it is happening. Um, I let some of you know, but for those that you went, thank you for going and thank you for supporting Prides, and we appreciate you very much. In Southern, Southern Oklahoma. Oklahoma Pride. That was where they had – didn't they have the dog parade last time? Yes, they did have the dog parade. I enjoyed it very much. (laughs) Well, now it's a big deal because there there was a drag queen that came last year and read to children who was an educator. And now – I don't know if you've seen in the news in Oklahoma that this educator uh, who's a principal has uh, received – I don't know if, if he got fired. Hmm. Or he's been like so really being discriminated against, and it's because I've seen it in national news. And he literally was the person that just came to Little Ardmore, Oklahoma, to just read kids' stories. Wow! So, y'all, that shit's again. That shit's still. That's why prides are important. So when you go, agree, especially, 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 kind of like not in huge well even in big cities too but especially now, your yeah. own kind of like your pride the where you're in just a volunteer um show up and take your kids and support them yes yes hard yes. life some for lgbt folks out there in especially in rural <sighs> it areas is. it is um <clears throat> all right I think we're ready to go let's that wasn't do even it. announcements we were just talking okay Gino and Jasmine it's because uh, you miss we, me because I haven't we, been there and you miss me a little bit, don't you? Mm, I can tell in your face because no. you saw me, you smiled, and there was a little bit of a real smile. <laughs> normally, you just opposed, normally when I come on screen, you look kind of like no, you just ate a stale cheese. It you made you me come, laugh like a clown, so that's what you saw. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Yeah, well, I missed you too. <laughs> that's not what I said. Um, <clears throat> So Gino's wash, I washed the comforter that you said was 
stinky. Mm, um, it smells good. I gotta say, I love the '50s style music they have in the background just because, like, they're the perfect like '50s I Love Lucy couple. Y'all, Coco has made himself at home in Gino's house and uh, licking Gino's face. Coco mm-hmm. has uh, has claimed his his spot of head of household, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's just up on the bed. He uh, pee- peeing on everything. They're having to put Coco in a diaper. I I I am loving that we have two dog stars this season. We have Coco and we have Rico Suave. I I I don't think it's gonna happen this episode, but I can already tell. I think we're gonna get through the technology of reality guys. I could see us getting the inside voice of Rico Suave. Oh yeah, he would it definitely have a, a Spanish accent. Oh, for sure. Rico for sure. Suave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's kind of, whoa. <laughs> Coco is already, <laughs> Coco just sounds like Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, Gino, just... Gino, you have no idea how horny I am. <laughs> so we already did the After Dark Theater. was ba- Y'all, she comes out this naughty nurse costume. It's ridiculous. It's also vintage Gino and Jasmine. Vintage um, Gino. It, it is definitely a Halloween costume she purchased. Oh, this is Amazon. Totally. Yes. Um, and at one point, he's, <laughs> he kind of like slaps her ass. She's like, no, you need to be respectful. <laughs> And all I could think of is you're sitting there in this costume <laughs> that barely oh. covers everything. You say, be respectful. Tell me you have never, when you're wearing a slutty nun costume and there's urine all over your habit, looked at a man and said, you need to be respectful. You need to respect me. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, but I work for you. Because it's then she gets confused on the fantasy. She's like, yeah, but uh-huh. I'm the boss. But wait, you're the boss. <laughs> And that's what y'all. That's what she realizes. That's what Gino gets off on is yeah. when she makes him feel like he's control in control in the bedroom. And y'all, everything about Jasmine wants to run the show, so it is really hard for her to give do up you, anything. Do you think so though? Because I gotta say, I mean, it's been a hot minute. But when I'm in the bedroom, I'm always controlling and doing things in my life. So when I'm, I you become I, a complete submissive. I mean, I'm not like a submissive, like dominant submissive roles. I don't do like that. Kind I'm of your stuff. hole to use. No, I don't do that. But I do. I'm like, it's time for you to take care of me. Take care of this bussy because I don't want to. Because I'm don't taking care ever of refer else. to your bussy ever again. <laughs> what? That's what it's called, my bussy. Take care of it. That's gross. <laughs> well, no, that's that's what they usually call it. Uh, who are you with? <laughs> that's what, well, that's what twinks refer to themselves. As well, I don't think I don't, I don't, I think I'm too young to, or too old to have a bussy as well, but they still tell me that they're going to nut in my bussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they say. Anyway, I'm just saying, I think it's good for Jasmine to let him have control. She does enough I, yeah. in the relationship. It's it, it's poodle. Maybe you should let someone have control in the bedroom, just a little. They they are, but then I have to tell them how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on, squeeze, squeeze harder, Jesus! Wow, I'm very impatient about it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've tried to do that kind of like 
kind of submissive thing of like uh, throw me. I'm like, no, now I'm gonna have to tell you to throw me around. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Let me just give you a list. It's on the wall. Read the list, and that th- if you just what? follow the instructions, <laughs> we're like, both going to be fine. He's like, I can't read the list. you got to use a black light. It's in semen. <laughs> it's very clear in that. Anyway, the as she said, her re-virginization surgery, which I just hate call her calling it that, because remember, y'all, virginity is a myth. Um, I mean, yeah, it's not for me. I don't – if she wants to do that, that's great, but – yeah, virginity is a myth. You don't need to change your body for a man. That's not. I, but I think this idea that she's she having. Well, I don't think it's. I I would be okay if her calling it a vaginal surgery, but there's revirginizing. Yeah, that's, that's just real. that's that that's. I don't think that's helpful for anyone. I'll say no. Um. Anyway, but she says they grabbed my pussy in too much and made it too tight. So now they have to use a series of dildos. Yes. Uh to to kind of bore out the hole. Again, uh, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, until she can find a Goldilocks where it's just right. I have two masters degrees. Yeah, you do. Sometimes I have those sometimes I have those thoughts. I'm talking about using dildos after a vaginal, vaginal rejuvenation. Jay anyway. did you just say bore out a hole? Good God. <laughs> So y'all, they are uh, anyway. They have the, the we already did the little after dark scene that happens, um, and the next morning, uh, she basically says, "Gino, Gino played with the played with the toys first, and then moved on to the main tool, and I'm not a virgin anymore." So maybe maybe that play is what they needed. Um, uh, again, yeah, it. Kind of turns my stomach, but that's the point of that, y'all. That's the point. Judge it all you want, but also that's the point of fantasy. If yeah, it gets you off and doesn't hurt anybody else, and both of you are consenting to it. Then have at it. I guess I just what I what I I'm, I'm probably no one's gonna tell their wife. I think I want you to get a reversionization surgery after this. That's that's I don't know. Men are terrible. I, but I'm saying I I'm, I'm saying that's not what that's. I don't want to. I don't want want. What I'd rather not is popularize something like that. Yeah. Um, no. That's that's where I'm coming from. Anyway, so y'all, Jasmine starts in. It's Everything is great. It's like, where did you buy this bread? It has honey into it. And where does honey come from? Where, where does honey come from? And Gina goes, uh, comes from a hot. He doesn't say bees. He says, hive. Com- it comes hive. from a hive. No, but where is the hive from? It's the honeycomb. Like he lists everything, but finally. And where does the bee, where does the honey come from? Bees. And those are animals. So she says, Gino is the most carnivorous person, but once we're together, I'm going to switch him to veganism. I won't even tell him. (laughs) I, I will say he might not know if he's been eating Hungry Man dinners and she just swaps out because that shit's not meat either. <laughs> it's not me. No, it's terrible for you. So, yeah. So maybe he won't know. Uh, anyway, she she says, uh, "I can't keep wearing your clothes. I can't keep wearing your your um, your long john tops." And I was like, "Here we go." She's going to de- demand an entire wardrobe, which but she probably should have. 
for but cold weather. She does need to buy cold weather there. So that makes sense. Yet Gino responds, look, you want, we have the wedding. You want a new bed. You want a new clothes. You want new. Yep. He's These are normal nine day fiance problems. And then, so he tells her, uh, look, and he start. he says, I love the way he's told her he's quitting his job because he doesn't say I'm quitting my job. He first says, I wanted to give you all the attention that I possibly could, and, yeah. which I think is true. He wanted to get her yeah. help set up. He said, so I quit my job before you came. And her face, and she, immediately her head goes into her hands. And this is true. He says, you should not have made that decision without talking to me first. Um, and I so, – yeah. I want to pose a question to you, a kind of ethical question, because she talks about this later. She I believe in euthanasia. Get, uh... <laughs> Sorry, what? Wow. <laughs> ethical you, questions. Are you getting dicked down tonight? Yeah. Because you're crazy. Um, <laughs> it's because you missed me and you're excited no, to see me. I know it is. It. That's not I it. I know it is. That's Good to see it. you too, poods. That's um, not what I said, but yeah, sure. <laughs> You know, maybe I saw Merrily We Roll Along and it made me grateful for our relationship. And you thought maybe. about, and especially when the end, when they're all great people and you realize how it turned out. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love I that y'all, I knew nothing about the show and Poodle said, I don't know if you'll like the show. I don't know. It's, I don't know if you'll relate to it. It's literally about two men who are creative writing partners. No, it's true. Uh, anyway, we'll talk about it later. I don't think I said I didn't know if you'd relate to it. Um, you said something like that. Like, I don't know if you'll like it. I was like, are you kidding me? It's our life. Um, but no, it's not because thankfully we're not fighting. I don't want to put that out there. Yeah, I don't want to put that out there. It's um, that, That's that's the darkest part of the show. And yeah. I think people just kind of forget about it yeah, when you see not, it. We're not fighting. We're good. Uh, oh, by the way, y'all, he put it on social media, so it's fair gay. I just, but shout out to Ben, y'all, for watching what crap it's he had to have an emergency yeah. appendectomy. Appendectomy. I saw that. Uh, he was really funny. vibes. Healing vibes. Ronnie is on his own for a bit. So uh, mm -hmm. we send both of them our love and dick piggery. Um, so what I was going to say, though, Jasmine later, when Gino finds out about Jasmine's butt during the massage, he kind of acts like you should have told me this. And I wanted to yeah. ask, are the two the same thing? Should she tell him about her butt implants if he didn't <laughs> tell her about quitting his job? It's like gift of the magi. Yes, uh, yes. it's just like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, yeah, it's um. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe sunrise surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Song Finch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. I think... They, I think she, she definitely fucked up by not telling him, but she didn't want 
him to say no. And the same thing, he he wanted to tell her, and she probably would would have said no for that. And I well, I she think, did use his money. If if she paid for it herself, I would be like, do whatever the fuck you want to your body. Yeah, you don't have to get any input. But she did. Now no, she, she yeah, she, it was it was her dress money. It was the she money. Lied that she lied to him about was, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, we'll get to that. But so y'all, she is extremely scared about money, obviously, and. But later on, she, they're, they don't care about money because they're getting pampered at, at having a couple's massage. I have gone on record several times about how I think couple's massages are useless. Um, when, I'm, when I'm getting pampered, it's me in the room. I'm not thinking about the other person. Actually, sometimes even when you're getting fucked, it's still just you in the room. Mm, most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a couple's massage. Um, Neither have have I. I'm not interested. I have been in the room with several men while getting a massage, but it wasn't a couple's massage per se. Right. And there wasn't a lot of lights on. (laughs) Don't think that was a massage parlor. And it smelled like bleach. Yeah. So later there, and this this is where I call a little fraudacity. So you're mean to tell me that Gino had sex with Jasmine and did not see the butt surgery scars or she did not talk about them. Well, maybe she like, stayed on her back. Well, but also you could see it. Like her butt was kind of square. Like yeah, it's still it, swollen. Like it, it had moved when she sat on it for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you could see it. Now, Gino is very unobservant, so it may be – but I guess – he had sex with her. You should be able to see it. I don't know. I, I was a little fraudacity for me. I don't think I would. I would like to have, after losing some weight, I kind of lost my butt. I don't think I would get butt implants, though, because I just feel like, I don't, not in a judgmental way. I just think like, like so many guys, especially when you're a big old bottom like we are, they're like, grab your butt, slap your, I feel like it would feel like, um, like, it wouldn't feel like a part of my body. Like styrofoam? Like, yes. Yeah. it would. Don't you think it would feel odd? I can't imagine that. No, my my butt's fine. It's it's big. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need to. Wow. Uh, Poodle's got a big bussy, y'all. <laughs> I have never once called it my bussy. Never and have I never have I supported bussying in my administration. Well, I'm not going to start now. I think we've dated different types of men. And have you been with the man that has gold teeth? No, I have heard someone call it a pussy before, but never a bussy. I've never, I've never heard bussy. Gotten both. Mm -hmm. I've heard twinks say call it their bussy. So I'm just not interested. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think to me it it. It has a homophobia feel to it. Like it's you're fucking someone's ass. That's just it. I kind of don't care what you call me when we're having sex. <laughs> exactly. I'm just grateful I think you're there. That's something you should work on in therapy. <laughs> so uh anyway, she's the, that's why I don't believe this whole thing. Don't touch my ass. And she's like, why shouldn't she touch your ass? Is that what I'm supposed to say? It it felt a little fraudacity. Yeah. Um, but she she tells him and he's very upset. So upset that he gets up and leaves. 
and and awkwardly says, uh, uh, you know, uh, that's the, that's the, that's, you spent my dress money. That's just not good. That's not good, Jasmine. Uh, I'm really, really pissed off. He says that's very selfish and he's right. Um, but we find out not only did she spend the dress money, it wasn't enough. So she had to borrow 2000 from her ex-boyfriend. From Dane, the hot British guy or South African. Where's he from? He is Australian. Boy, two for zero for two on that one. Um, I think my <laughs> who's favorite, counting? Who's counting? I think my favorite line of Jasmine had to be when she put on that jacket and said, "This jacket smells like dust." <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed because y'all because we know exact. You know when you go to your parents' house and your grandparents' house and like it gets cold and you're not everything prepared. smells like dust. <laughs> Chino's house smells like your grandparents' house. Oh yeah, just stuffy, <laughs> shut up house. Yes. Uh, that's all I have. Uh-huh. Shall we move on to Nikki? No, and Justin. Oh, let's BB talk Corner. About, let's talk about a BB Corner. It's BB Corner. Oh, BB, all the time. Oh wait, that's the wrong one. I don't want. Wow. That. Where is people it? tell me? By the way, oh. they can't. <laughs> That one. I don't like that when I've decided. Some people it's, they can't say, but they can't it hear. But maybe Christina me. just didn't do the sound effects. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll just that maybe. one scares me. You scared me. That's well. Christina um, put it in. Our producer talk up. Well, talk to her. You. Why don't you delete it? Like you deleted all of my sounds. <laughs> Boy, maybe I'll just find them for you. I should let it go. You should. All right. What so, happened? Uh, y'all, Again, y'all, if you don't understand any of it, just pretend it's about gay sex. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. If, I will say this: if you don't, if you don't watch Big Brother, this time is not for you. Go, go to tune out and get a and get a soda or something or fast okay, forward. I don't, be, I don't give I'll a fuck. Back. I really no, don't. <laughs> um, but uh, this season, I think we're winding down. I think this may be the 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 last kind of fun week because now everyone's everyone's kind of not not trusting anyone and no one's playing really well enough for it to be exciting um so so but Corey is now out they backdoored because jack jag was um jag was invisible hoh um which i kind of always hate i hate it when they do it um, because it 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 kind of gives you it shields you from gameplay. In other words, they don't know who's nominating them, and oh, it shields okay. you from all from all gameplay. And it's a huge advantage for someone to have to be a so yeah for invi- to be invisible, especially. <laughs> so, <coughs> excuse me, I'm so sorry. Uh oh, <coughs> what happened? I'm just coughing. Um, <coughs> my allergies are so shitty. So. Anyway, uh, he is Invisible HOH, and uh, he also wins Power of Veto, and now there are two vetoes. They're, you know, it really tells you where where they think the temperature of the house is, because I feel like they're introducing more and more gimmicks because there's not enough going on. And that's what this season's been like, and I don't love that. Mm-hmm. So, so they now have two vetoes. And uh, so two vetoes are better than one. Two veto is better than one veto. I think again. I think I've seen that gay porn called 
two uh, vetoes. Yeah, my 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 cousin's vetoes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, Blue wins the second veto, um, and so of course the nominations are Blue and Felicia, and Blue takes herself off. They nominate. Uh, I believe it is. I can't remember who. Yeah, it's America. America, and and then um, Jag. This was a big move. Saves Felicia and nominates Corey. So America, Corey is going. One of them is going, and and Corey was kind of like the the one who was kind of he was trying to see the big picture. It wasn't the best game player, but definitely the most adventurous game player in the house and had an idea. So it's kind of sorry. He, he gets, he gets voted out. So it's sorry to see him go. And, um, I still question, I, I think Matt and Jag are going to run the, run the gamut. I wonder if Ceri's got an idea how to get them out. I think I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out how this is going to happen. Blue's going to wind up fading soon. But it's going to be between Matt, Jag, and Sari. Um, and I don't know. I, I, I don't. Sari has been doing a good social game, but she has literally won nothing. She has Ooh. flown under the radar for so long. Um, and I don't think she deserves to win. I, she came in with such hyped potential because she fucking wow. won the Traders. She was much better on the Traders. Um, and. She's just kind of sat with her, sat in her bathrobe and sat in her bed the whole time, and I don't know if that's, I don't know. We, we've had some, we've had some under the radar winners in the past, but um, floater winners. But like, this is, I, I expected more. I expected more out of Sari. Okay. So I'm still, I'm still kind of hoping for a Jag win. Um, I think. That's your BB corner. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> And th- by the I, way, this is I, that that this was Thursday's episode that I'm talking. I'm about. just glad Corey came out. Good for them. <laughs> Good for them, y'all. Yeah. The weirdest thing is everyone likes Corey except Blue, who is still just venomously wants vengeance for getting Jared out of the house. One one of the worst players this season, but was her showmance. Yeah. I just saw a clip of some guy swimming in a pool, and he was very happy about it. Matt. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Yeah. All right, everybody. Let's talk about Nikki and Igor or Justin, depending Slash on Justin. where you are. It's weird because in the Chiron, sometimes they say Igor, but on this episode, they called him Justin. So it's like, what are we using, folks? I still, there's something about me that really is, it annoys the shit out of me that she calls him Justin. She no, won't even call yeah, him sissies, by his name. Sissies don't really love it either. So it's not I don't think. I don't think this storyline is going to turn out well. Not for them, not for TLC, not think... for the members of the trans community. I, 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 I'm, I'm very worried. Can I just, I just need to put that out there. <laughs> it's... I think we're going to find out lots about her. I think um... about both of them. That's what I was going to say. I think really, a... you think he has secrets too? No, I think he has secrets. So you do, you think he, he has, I think not as much as Nikki, but I do, you know, it's interesting how that would be not, not secrets per se, but just, I I don't think secrets per se that he has secrets, but more about their relationship and what they're doing. The fact that, of, you know, we, we kind of got this edit from him saying he seems so in love with her and just devoted to her. Yeah. Then we also find out from Chanel that, Chanel, uh, that Nikki's her friend Chanel. That you know, Nikki has been paying for his nose job for his cheeks. Oh yeah, like he's, his had, plastic he's had surgery. surgery. Mm-hmm. So, which is fine. But now you go, oh, wait a minute. What is the? Is this relation? Again, I don't think this relate. I think what it is, it's not secrets, secrets as much as I don't think this relationship is just about love. Mm. And I think that's going to come out more. Okay. Okay, I could buy that. Definitely, I think Nikki has more of a, uh, uh, probably more ghost in her closet than Justin or Igor. Well, there's already been, uh, I've I've just only seen it very recently. Like, she she basically didn't pay rent. She almost got evicted Mm. during COVID. It's, it's, it's a little sketchy. Mm. Um, I'll need to do a deep dive. I'm sure a sissy will tell me about it. <laughs> That's they always do. They always so, tell us. Y'all, they she is her friend Chanel's taking her to the airport. Um and I still this is what I'm what I can't figure out. She says, and maybe he couldn't get a visa, but she says, I need to go over to Kishinau to spend time with him. Why does she need to go there? That's what I feel like. There's more that we don't know. It's, I think some stuff from bombshells are going to happen. Something that either happened in their past or she has a, another secret to tell him. Right. But they're already in the 90 day process. Exactly. So my question is, it's not the format of the show, right? It's the only that's not the 90 day traditional 90 day format. This is really before the 90 day. 
Yes, and and I feel like something's going to. I it 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 feels it feels massaged, um, and it doesn't make me feel good. Uh, so she he does what we what uh Chanel says. She talks to me about Justin, but it's mostly negative, and they fight all the time. And she hasn't. He gets an allowance, and like you said, he paid for the surgeries. She paid for the surgeries, and she says that a lot of his friends don't support our union. Um, after especially after finding out she was trans, mm-hmm. and later on, Justin is just vacuuming with a sweater around his shoulders like he's a Calvin Klein model from 1994. It it was y'all. He looked like it almost is like he's playing the part of a kept boy. Yeah. It did feel that way. Um, it almost makes me want if it wonder if they kind of have this cougar kept like oh she totally kind she's, of kink. Later on, she said, "There he is." She's doing a Darcy in the bathroom, yeah. um, but he kisses her, kisses her on camera, and gives her roses. And he says, "Mama's home, Mama's here." And I was like, "Yeah, you enjoy the age difference." You enjoy the role play. But you called people daddy you've been with. What's wrong with that? <laughs> That's the normal daddy boy relationship. It's very wholesome. <laughs> now, this is just aberrant. This is weird. <laughs> okay. What's sure. weird about what's weird about me being in a pup mask and being chained up and chained up to the sink? That's just a Friday. That's why your sink is leaning. <laughs> I've been trying to get away. <laughs> wow. That's what happened. You don't let me out of piddle for too long. No, it's true. Uh, so the <laughs> – I got to say, I laughed way too hard at Moldova, the mall. <laughs> oh, that was really, really funny. <laughs> I got to say, for, for me, I, I don't – like, I'll laugh about – or, or I, I like the worst thing that, that comic people say. That's funny. I'll do that. But I laughed like a fool at Moldova. It was pretty cool. Little things like that. Um, they are uh, – she says, I have a tingling in between my legs that I need. And I still miss your touches. I miss your touches. It feels really performative. Um, I don't it's, know. Maybe that's what she thinks she needs to do for the cameras. I, I'm not. I'm not certain. He does kind of bring up this whole. It is. We. I will say though, you can tell they've known each other for a long time because when when they're together, they don't have this, like with Rob and Sophie. Oh, don't get me started. Uh, but, but there feels like a little bit of they, you can tell in Ashley and even Manuel, you can tell, well, no, not as much of them because they've, but with a lot of these couples in 90 Day, when they haven't spent a lot of time together, you can tell there's like the the awkwardness of just not yeah. being in a space with that person. I will say they, when they're like in the car and things, they both seem very comfortable with one another in private spaces. And they, mm-hmm. and so that, kind of mind fucks me because I'm like, wait, maybe you and you, he talks about how sweet you are. Is she really sweet 
or is it because she's paying for things? Or I think what you're hinting at when I was talking to, it's just, I don't know. I don't know the values yet of this relationship. Like what are the common values of these people and where they stand? Like, and so we're even with Ashley Manuel, we're kind of getting that already early on, but we still don't know that with this couple. Yeah. I just, and when they're in this cafe, uh, he says, I see some attention from other people. It's because she's dressed like Amanda Lepore, like in in the middle of the daytime. I'm glad that he brought and he brings this up finally, not because she's all like, I'm trans, I'm trans, I'm trans. That's what they're clocking. And he kind of brings up, well, maybe it's because every time you go out, you look like you're going to go to clubs or, or in a music video or um, in a music video. And she actually liked just like they thought I was a hooker. That's part of it for her. That's she needs to feel like if someone mistakes her for a hooker, she likes that. I think I can, I can't think I can imagine in just a little bit. I know like some past clients and things that were trans, but and I'm I not wonder, saying there's though, anything wrong with her thinking. No, it, no. What I, I'm saying is I wonder if when you have body dysmorphia and I'm sure that it's uh, obvious, I'm sure that Nikki has dealt with body just most, Trans people do, um, uh, sadly. Uh, but when you have body dysmorphia, is it that you want people to sometimes you want people to look at you in a disparaging way first? Like you're just so used to feeling bad about the way you mm. look or feeling odd or feeling weird. It's again, it's, 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 you got to go all the way there. And you got it. It's almost like someone, like when I was a kid. I made jokes about myself and made fun of myself first before people would make fun of me. Yeah. Is that what yep. she's doing? Like, hmm. let me be all of this. So that way you know exactly who I am. Cause I can actually see the process of that. You're not thinking or wondering, I'm telling you who I am. Judge me now. So you can get out of my life. Right. I guess I'm, I guess I, I understand what you, but I'm saying she's trying to have it both white ways by saying they're clocking me. No, yeah, because that because Poodle does that. He will walk into a party of straight people and say, "Well, hello, I suck dick," and everybody <laughs> just stares at him. And then he'll say, "What do you want to say about it?" Yeah, but I but I wouldn't say I wouldn't say at the same time. I think everybody's homophobic at this party. <laughs> but that's kind of what's happening. It kind of feels like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and okay. I don't know. And that's the thing. I don't know if this is production doing that, but that's what it's 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 a little bit like we're all going, honey, that's not that's it's a little frustrating that we're trying to tell it. They're trying to tell a trans story here, um, but it feels performative. I, mm -hmm. I hate to say it, but it, it does feel that way to me. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, y'all, uh, he even says when Nikki goes anywhere, it's like she's going to a party, and I'd rather just – he says, I'd rather just go out in the day. And immediately she goes, well – and then he says, you look like a – they might think you look like a porn actress. And she goes, well, that's better than a man <laughs> without, without missing a beat. And I think that is part of that. I want people to see me as a woman. Like that's the yeah. worst thing it just, yeah. you know what it feels like? And I, I don't want to, I don't mean this as a judgment. I mean, this just as 
historically what I have from friends and from people I've worked with. So just my, this is my experience. So y'all don't come at me. I'm just speaking from my experience. It seems like Nikki has been out as trans for a long time. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel that way. It feels mm-hmm. like she is newly outed as trans and she's still almost exploring that. Idea. And maybe that never ends for some people, but there is the kind of in the stage of coming out, there feels like people do get to a, a healthy place of yeah. just acceptance that, of their self, acceptance of other people. I don't know if she's there. What, what explains it to me is when I've been calling it performative, she's doing this for the cameras. Like, in other words, so it's not like maybe she doesn't act less when her daily life, but now it's for the cameras. Everything is like, now I have to be the trans person people know. That's true. Game recognizes game. You would know. Performative. Yeah. 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 Because I I walk in and it's like, whose dick do I have to suck to suck a dick around here? (laughs) And then you see the neon sign of a pink cat glowing in the background and you know Uh piano cat is here. (laughs) You really do need a neon sign with a pink cat with a tail going, yeah, back and forth, or or maybe it's half poodle, half cat. Mm. No, mythical beast. (laughs) That's all All right. That's it, y'all. That's the show. We're gonna get someone new next week. Uh, We're gonna get the Asian guy with uh, the blonde woman. We, we all, we don't know when we're going to get mommy in a closet, but we are oh, ready for it. Closet mom, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> we are waiting for it. Uh, we are going to get bated Rob- breath, bated breath. We're going to get Robin Sophie and we are going to get Ashley Manuel and Ashley's mother. Yes. Whoa. 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 Uh, anyway, y'all, that's the show. You can go to realitygaze.com. Uh, you can go to our, uh, our, I said that like a pirate, our, our Instagram, <laughs> our social media. I'm sure we're going to have memes. Y'all, if you haven't checked out our episodes of The Golden Bachelor, please check it out. Again, check out our collab last week with Two Black Girls, One Rose, and we're going to be doing a collab it's next on their feed. Or, and this week we're recording a collab with Game of Roses. So mm-hmm. um, we're going to do that. So um, but if you are, y'all, share it. Uh, let people know that we're doing that show. I really appreciate that very much. It means a lot to us. It helps get the word out. Uh, do it. Getting our foot in the bachelor ass. Do it now <laughs> because eventually they're going to shut us down once they hear Poodle describe Gary's dick. <laughs> it's already dropped that at was, this point. That You've was y'all's fault. Y'all wanted that. Uh, y'all don't, don't yell at me for things that happened that you wanted. All right, everybody. Someone, we call said these- that, someone said that what they can't get past is when I described his balls and the hair off of them as going through a car wash. <laughs> we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, poodle? Yes. Yes. And if yes. your big and if your big ones are busting out. <laughs> yes. They're just busting out. Out yes. of here. Mm. You can call us. Come inside me! Mm.